0: Welcome to the show, Jesse Yeah, what's up? What's happening, man? Welcome to the first official episode of the Mike World Order podcast On the Spotify platform Brought to you by Anchor Podcasting For those who don't know, you can get free podcasting done through Anchor Podcast Just go to anchor.fm and get it started How's it been going, brother? Uh,
1: it's going, you know. Just been working, you know. It's pretty hectic life I'm living right now. Uh, I mean, it's like through this goddamn pandemic, man. It's like, man, I'm pissed off. I'm ready to fucking go.
0: Well, I feel you. You know what? We're gonna make this a fun episode. You know, fuck? do it. You know, us being us. You know, last month. Well, earlier this month marks the fifth year anniversary of Pro Wrestling Rod's Southern Navigation. Um, What do you think first comes to mind when it comes to five years of the uh, Southern Navigation?
1: Man, we used to talk. You was on the move from South Carolina to Virginia. You was making the move and then used to talk. And we was like, made a joke about it because you know how they, it, it's funny because pro wrestling, Noah, does it, had like a, an event called Southern Navigation, and we're talking about it, and it's just like when we just change it to pro wrestling, uh, Southern Navigation, hell. So we was like, since Mike Cook is like going down south, you know, from south to another southern, you know, state to Virginia, I said, why, why not? We talked, and I mean, we had a fucking ball. Enough. So I had to drink a little bit of water real quick. My throat's a little dry. (laughs) So so what comes into mind was that, you know, the friendship that me and you have, that, you know, bonded from, you know, seven years ago. And it's like, wow, you know, we've been friends for that long. And I I started realizing then, you know, I mostly bonded with you and all the friends that I had in the past, you know, they all drifted away, had their own family and stuff like that. Me and you started talking more our friendship bonded more we were there for each other when we needed, you know, the talk and stuff. I mean, yes, you know, we have our own thing going on. You know, I have my wife and kids. And it's been pretty it's been pretty fucking hectic. I'm I'm cursing a lot, but it's just, you know, showing the frustration and all I that mean, shit I was going through.
0: Hey man. Um it's party, this is my part
1: this is the J Rod that people wanted, you know they're gonna get it, so fuck it. <laughs> this
0: is the J Rod that we love. We love you man. I love you so much. I want to spend the rest of my life with you, man. We're <laughs> together and have a baby. Nah, um... <laughs> nah, get, get I, I completely feel where you're getting from, you know? Um, you know, it's just one of those things where we look back and it's just, you know, so many good times, so many fun moments. Every time I pass by a Panda Express, no matter where, I laugh hysterically before going in. For the simple <laughs> fact that... Uh, yo crazy ass as i'm trying to put an order in i got you on my bluetooth but i can't even keep a straight face Woman said, would you like some sauce
1: yeah my and my answer was yeah you can take that sauce and take it in the face and oh, i didn't even know you had me on bluetooth and i was that loud and i was like surprised <laughs> they didn't hear me it was funny
0: but it was just my facial expression that just gave it away, man. I was like, oh, man, he, I, I can't believe this guy. So for those who don't know um, that listen to my podcast on YouTube, uh, my homeboy, Jesse Rodriguez, you can find him on Twitter at jrodnumero underscore one. He's also on Twitch, which he dragged me into joining Twitch finally, and I don't regret it. Um, was recently on the episode of FRM podcast, which will be displaying this coming Friday. Um, you know, I just wanna say thank you for finally driving my ass to finally do this. You know, I get it. And I'm 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 cool with it.
1: <laughs> I know ha amen to that. I mean, I haven't been streaming for a while because of technical difficulties on um, <laughs> trying to dig the kinks of it, but um I'm holding off a little bit because, like I said, I have a lot of stuff going on. Um, I do have some subscribers, and I want to, if, you know, my subscribers will listen to this, you know, and I'll send you guys a link for the podcast to listen to this episode. I apologize for not being on for a long time. You know, I got a lot of stuff going on. Um, but I will be back, and I'll be better, stronger than ever. Trust me on that one. Um, speaking of that, Twitch, uh, what made you, got you into Twitch was, the simple fact that I convinced you because of Mikey Ripwreck and the FMR podcast. Front Row Material podcast, if I didn't make that announcement, I told you about it. I was like, damn, you started getting convinced enough because I was trying to convince you the first time because of Tom Tonga. But then I guess I was like, all right, you know what? Mikey Ripwreck, Jerry Lynn and Mike Freeland are on Twitch now. And then I finally got to convince you on that one. And you were on last night. Which was pretty fucking amazing, and I was like, half I was proud for you to get up there. I was like, "Wow man, he's he's, on, he's in it finally, you know, And I only saw like half of the show because I, I'm at work, you know, like right now I'm at work, I'm on break right now, but I know I'm not going to be that long, but I don't want to talk anybody's head off, and I think things changed from the last episode that I did from Golden Night, the last one, so now I'm not going to talk as much because I hate hearing myself talk now. Um, it's getting a little fucking boring, and I'm not a people's person, but I'm starting to get to know wrestling fans. I'm a wrestling nerd, too, just like as Mike, but I'm not much of a star. I learned from Mike of all the wrestling history in Japan, and it, and it's amazing that how much knowledge Mike has of professional wrestling, you know, and it's amazing because I'm over here thinking to myself, like, wow, you know, all the great things of wrestling that I had, no, no idea of. I learned from you. He told me about the belts, you know, the wrestling promotion, on and on. But I'm not gonna put people to sleep on this bullshit because you know, last <laughs> time, the the, the first ep- very first episode I did with you, I put everybody to sleep because I was trying to be a good old Christian. like him. So,
0: <laughs> you know, and on the um, second one, you started coming out of your shell just a little bit until we're trying to you know, all right, in the episode, you still going. I'm like, shut the fuck up, man. Like,
1: <laughs> I wasn't trying to still going. I was just, like, gapping up to just not, like, I don't know. I was just not in the right frame of mind at that time also. But Well, you're in I'm
0: the right out of- frame of mind tonight because... Oh, yes, I am.
1: I am in the right frame of mind tonight. I got a lot of shit I need to get out of my fucking chest. This is probably the like like-
0: best ever you've been on here.
1: <laughs> I know, right? I mean, this is typical your... You're, not your usual J Rod self, you know. I mean, I think this pandemic, not even just the pandemic, it's just people just automatically feel like I changed my ways of talking and doing with shit. So, no, it is simple, it is. I mean, same thing with your situation. You went through it.
0: Oh, yeah, we all went through it. We all went through it, and, and it's, it's crazy. But you know what? Change the subject. So,
1: yeah, change the here's- subject.
0: There's a guy who uploaded all the finishers on um not Fire Pro Wrestling, but Virtual Pro Wrestling 64 too. And I noticed when they had Chono doing his moves, I was like, what? <laughs> so they got Chono doing the sound effects.
1: Oh, wow. I, I didn't notice that. It. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they No, seriously, they got Chono doing the sound effects.
1: Yeah, that's fucking awesome. I didn't know that. And knowing Chono's one of my favorite wrestlers. He was actually one of the first wrestlers I actually discovered from New Japan when I started watching WCW. And it was Japan, I don't know if it was Japan Super Show. I think it was Japan Super Show that I remember watching him. He was wrestling Lex Luger on the first, I think it was the first one or the second one, one of the two. No, it was the second one. It was the second Super Show. He wrestled Lex Luger, and I think he lost that match. But Luger was fight wrestling dirty anyway, fucking prick.
0: I mean, he was a heel. <laughs> what do you expect?
1: Yeah, he was a heel at that time. That's when before he lost the title to Sting that year. So,
0: Yeah, the match he got super winded from.
1: From all them fucking steroids. You that he did. So
0: I, I wouldn't even say that. The man bulked up like 20 pounds of muscle before the show. Like he was gone for a month just to bulk up 20 pounds of muscle. When you put on that much muscle in that little time, I'm pretty sure he uh he was getting out of breath to where you know we we've watched it before together.
1: Yeah, no, it's he was fuck. gassed out. Well, he, do you see why Sting was one of my favorite wrestlers too? So
0: Because he carried that match as well.
1: (laughs) Well, it's just, all right, this is what people don't get to, like not to cut you off. But, you know, the reason why Sting was one of my favorite wrestlers was the man has stamina, the man can fly, the man has some agility, and he had power. If you mix all that, he had like all five tools uh, as a professional wrestler going into that ring. Not only he carried the match with Lex Luger, I felt like he could have carried a lot of matches in that time frame. Yeah. And we talked about this. We had this discussion. That storyline with Rick Rude, that should have fucking prolonged it because it would have made a strong storyline because the character of Rick Rude, of how much heat he was getting as a heel, and it was great. He did an amazing job. But at the same time, if you think about it, you know, it would have been an amazing storyline up to, like, say, for example, Star K 92 or Super Brawl 3 for a world title shot. That but, is you know... They put so, Vader in the mix. So,
0: so uh, my next question, since you mentioned Rick Rude, so who do you think did it better? Rude versus Sting or Rude versus Warrior?
1: Rude versus Sting. Really? Rude versus Sting, hands down.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Well, the thing is, me being WCW bias, <laughs> so the reason why is that I felt like the match between Rude and Sting were much way better because they also had more matches. I mean, Rude and Warrior didn't really have, I mean, they had storylines, and, and Rude was catching a lot of heat from what he was doing. And as a character of, you know, antagonizing Warrior talking about his wife and all this other, you know, and, the, you know, the, the tights, I mean, that, that guy was fucking intelligent as a heel. Anybody can work in heels. It's, it's Rick Rude to me. He was one of my favorite heels. Of all time. But um, the reason why I say Sting Root is because also the Dantaku match in 94 in Japan was one of the best matches they had. And I was like, damn, the the psychology, the way Sting, you know, was in the ring. But also they also ended Root's career, too, which was kind of sad because, like I said, they could have prolonged that storyline because of the WCW, you know, international hockey title, as they call it. The big gold belt at that time, but yeah, I guess mean, like it—it was rude and Sting to me. I, I didn't care what anybody says. I mean, just because not just because I'm the Sting bias fan, it's just that how the way the matches and the psychology of the ring—they went to distance in these matches. So I don't think I don't care what anyone says.
0: I, I mean, the only thing Warrior us. is because with Warrior, I mean I guess they were on a bigger platform. But until the part where you mentioned about the Fukuoka Dome from Wrestling Dokatu. 94, I was like, never mind. I got to go with Sting versus Rude also because uh, they've had more title matches. They've done pay-per-views. They've done syndicate shows. And they've done an international pay-per-view. Yeah, Warrior Rude didn't go that far. And I think it was also because probably WWF at the time didn't want to put Rude on that platform, you know. Because I hate to say it, the match they had at SummerSlam it felt like, okay, Rude was doing all these high spots and all that only to still job to the warrior. And the, not just job, but like job the fuck out against the warrior. So- I mean, not
1: only, yeah, not only that, that he dropped. not to cut you off, sorry to cut you off, but not only to job to the warrior. It was the simple fact that how the warrior worked with other wrestlers. I mean, they bashed the man, they dragged the man down to the dirt, they dug him in his grave, and he wasn't a good businessman. Like, for example, Rube loved wrestling with Sting because not only he was safe, it was just that he knew how to work. Come on, Sting knew how to sp- fucking speak in a promo. His promos were fucking awesome. I remember the promo we watched at WCW Saturday night from back in 92 when they still were having right before WrestleWar, before the <laughs> four games they had. That was one of the funniest promos. I ain't never seen that type of character from Sting before. That was the first time he came out.
0: <laughs> oh, the one where he called him Dick. <laughs> oh
1: my God. I could not stop laughing. He told I'm him seen, he's he told more him. man than you are.
0: <laughs> See you later, Dick. I was like, damn. <laughs> and Rick Rude's like acting a fool getting in the ring. Like, I'm, I'm like, man. Like, what is that supposed to mean?
1: What does it mean? What does he say? He's going off on Tony Schiavone Jim yeah, Ross. He's so he called
0: a dick. Like.
1: I know. He, and, he said, and you know, it's funny that if you watch on the network, that word has actually bleeded out.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Edited. I, I don't know what. It was so funny.
0: <laughs> I just thought the part where he said, see you later, dick, and how he walked away in the most oh, God, way that. when he did it.
1: That was so hilarious, man. I couldn't stop laughing after that. Oh, not man. only that, but also the great mood of not to change the side, but also the great mood of promo on Brad Armstrong the WCW Saturday was also top that one.
0: WC-W, WCW Saturday night? And then it looked like he just
1: <laughs> yeah, He was gonna talk more, but then they said, yo, cut.
0: And <laughs> so he just played it off.
1: <laughs> oh God, that was funny, hilarious. I couldn't stop laughing. My wife was looking at me like, why are you laughing so hard? I was like, yo, you don't see the way this guy's cutting his promo.
0: <laughs> Like, literally, they cut him off, you know. So,
1: yeah, back to the was, conversation.
0: It was mentioned on uh, last night's uh, episode of Front Row Material Live. You know, I, did, I didn't hear your opinion on it because I didn't know if you were still listening, but they were mentioning how wrestling is almost back to being six days a week. And then, of course, they were talking about the network. And, you know, I gave my theory on. We got so many wrestling options right now. The WWE Network, especially since they're on Peacock, has went obsolete.
1: All right, here's my opinion on it. I don't give a fuck. I'm a wrestling fan. I watch whatever the fuck I want, when I want, and how I want.
0: And that's no other fans
1: could not dictate what I could watch. And I'm not going to change my mind to watch anything because we got belligerent wrestling fans called the IWC and then the, rest of the community, I always blame them. Yeah, blame them because they fucking suck. Anyways, <laughs> we're not gonna. We'll get into that some other time. So my my opinion on it is that since WWE is moving into the Peacock network, I'm not really worried too much about it. Like I said, I was more big of WCW than I was WWF at the time, as a kid. I mean, I did watch. I started watching WWF, but it was just like. To me, it was stale. I didn't like the characters. I was only a young kid. I was more into baseball than wrestling. And I said it in the episode before, the only reason why I started watching wrestling was when Sting cut a promo on a WCW main event. Or I think, no, correction, WCW Saturday night. And they were feuding with the Horsemen at the time. And this was before war games even happened. And I'm looking to my, and I'm like, wow, this is what caught my attention. Other than that, I could care less about, you know, WWE going. I got the peacock number because, like, I want to watch WrestleMania. I'm a wrestling fan. I'm not just a WWE or AWE. I'm not going to do all this back and forth bullshit with all these other wrestling fans that are laming and crying about it. Hey, I even watch independent shows. I watch Ring of Honor. I'll even watch Impact Wrestling. I could care less. Anything that could catch my attention. With any wrestler that know how to cut a promo, know how to get busy in the ring, and like I said, I always watch for detail and ring work. If I see something that's messed up, okay, there's no way to fix it, but at least I'm watching the match and being entertained. I love wrestling. We even talked about this a long time ago. I said, I don't give a fuck what anyone thinks. I'm a wrestling fan. I want to watch wrestling. Me too.
0: I'm the same way.
1: Wrestling got us through the pandemic. I bet you half the people can't fucking answer that question.
0: <laughs> I mean, without wrestling, we, we really wouldn't have gotten to it. You know, but uh, I, it's just one of those things. That it is what it is at this point, you know. Man, oh,
1: definitely.
0: Um, So I'm going to shorten this episode. Like I said, I want to give people a, a sample of what's going to, you know, what to expect now that we're Finally on Spotify. Like There's going to be multiple interviews. We're going to have Mike Freeland from FRM on there. Um, We're going to do live episodes on Twitch. The episodes on Twitch will not be on uh, Spotify. You have to be exclusive to the Twitch network. So you can find me on Twitch at Mike World Order. If you're on Twitter, you can find me at Mike Unit. That's Mike with five eyes in unit. Um, Instagram, Mike World Order. Uh, If you want to buy some merch, we got merch. Coming soon, the Mike Buddy t-shirt.
1: Buy the shirt!
0: (laughs) (laughs) like tinycargo.com slash MWO merch. So, J-Rod, how would the Mike World Order Nation find you?
1: You can find me at Twitch at twitch.tv slash J-Rod numeral underscore one. You'll find me on Instagram at j Numero one Twitter, j Number one underscore, underscore one, actually, correction, apologize, I'm fucking it up. That was a botch. Um, and Facebook, you'll find me at Jesse Rodriguez, and I think that's the only social media platform I have so far, if I could remember.
0: And you can catch him every Saturday at 6.05 on WCW Saturday Night. Nah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> On the next WCW Saturday
0: night, but <laughs> oh man, I
1: missed I missed the theme song of it, man. I gotta I gotta watch I gotta watch it this weekend. I don't. It's like man, I miss it.
0: Especially now, I'm gonna be off the next couple of days.
1: Amen to that, brother. Now and also, um, I possibility might end up going visiting my boy Mike sometime in the future. We're still planning on it. I'm also planning on doing my own podcast. Um, still debating on it. I'll make that announcement, but not here. Maybe some other time. I'm not going to do it on my boy's podcast because that's not how I do shit. So it's this is my boy's podcast. He does what he wants. He's the king of the fourth floor. He lets his nuts hang. Damn. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, man. <laughs> And
1: coming out of character again. Oh shit.
0: He's breaking I- the fourth wall. <laughs> He's the forbidden door.
1: <laughs> the forbidden door.
0: Hide your kids, hide your wives. Hide
1: your hide your mothers.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm hiding my mom and my sisters from you.
1: I know, right? It's a dangerous thing.
0: I know, perv. But
1: uh <laughs> That's right, bunk.
0: Funk. Get the flutter. <laughs> Hashtag get the fudder. <laughs>
1: all right, I'm, I'm, I'm going to stop. Let me shut the fuck up so you can finish. No!
0: <laughs> 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 well, that being said, this is an introductory episode. Once again, follow us on Spotify. Follow us elsewhere. We gave you all the information. Follow us. If not, don't follow us makes no sense to us it's all good thank you for listening and next episode will be coming soon the official launch will be in april even though we're pretty much on the 31st so i guess that makes it tomorrow yeah yeah that being said thanks for listening folks we will see you next time on the Mike world order podcast My, my, Mike World Order. Yeah, this is Mike Thunder, the lover from down under. Just want to let you know that you can't have a complete transformation in the Mike World Order without having Mike World Order merchandise. Oh, yeah. Just remember, if you want the ladies to feel the rain, you got to give them the thunder. Check out the website at tinyurl.com. Slash NWO merch so you can make the ladies see your swagger and feel the thunder.